Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. As I said, the Holy Spirit is in your spirit, abiding in your spirit. He communicates with you through your mind, no, through your spirit. It is your spirit that picks these things up from the Holy Spirit and then pass it on to your mind by an inward intuition or an inward witness. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Well, I was teaching along some of these lines, not because, you know, uh, that, but he said to me, he said, uh, you know, Brother Hagan, he said, Oh, every one of those could have been avoided if I'd listened to that inward intuition. You see, many times people say, well, I don't know why that happened to a good Christian. He's a preacher. Well, he's got to learn to listen to his spirit, just like you've got to learn to listen to your spirit. And, and then they lay it off on God, said God did it. Well, now you see, if he had listened, like he said to me, if I would listened to that inward something, that that... That, that inward intuition. I just had an intuition that, that something's about to happen. I would just wait a little bit and prayed. But instead of that, I'm busy so I don't have time to pray. Sometimes preachers don't have time to pray. They should, but they don't. They're just like you, you know. See? They're not superhuman. They're just still human. We get so busy. Instead of waiting, many times if we'd wait, God would have showed us, you see. And we could have avoided a lot of things. Well, let's don't harp about the past and moan, groan about the past failures. I don't know what let's do about it. Let's just take advantage of the opportunity and see to it that it doesn't happen again. Amen. Glory to God, because you can't do anything about that that's gone anyhow. Began to develop our spirits and learn to listen to them. Now then, as I said, the Holy Spirit is in your spirit. Abiding in your spirit. He communicates with you through your mind? No, through your spirit. It is your spirit that picks these things up from the Holy Spirit and then pass it on to your mind by an inward intuition or an inward witness. Let's notice some things that Jesus said concerning the Holy Spirit. John, the 14th chapter and the 23rd verse. If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Now you know as well as I know, as he goes on talking there, that he begins to talk about the Holy Spirit that's coming. Jesus and the Father, in the person of the Holy Spirit, comes to abide in us. Now Jesus, literally with a, with a flesh and bone body, because after his resurrection when he appeared to the disciples and they said it's a spirit, he said, handle me, a spirit hath not flesh and bone. So he, in his resurrected body, he has a flesh and bone body. Is seated at the right hand of the Father. And yet the Bible talks about Christ in you, the hope of glory. You see, the reason he's in us is because the Spirit's in us. 
Now then, Paul said, writing to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 3.16, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God? Now notice this. And that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now again, in 2 Corinthians 6.16, Paul said, or I like to say it this way, the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul said, Ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them, and I will walk in them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Now let's read those three verses together again. John 14, 23, 1 Corinthians 316, 2 Corinthians 616. Jesus said, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Another translation said, We'll come and live with him. Hallelujah. Another translation said, We'll come and make our home in him. The home is where you live. See? All right. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God? For the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Again, ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I'll be their God. They shall be my people. I don't know whether we've ever plumbed the depth of what that's really saying yet. I will dwell in them. Another translation said, I'll live in them. Therefore, if God is dwelling in us, God is dwelling in us. And he said, I'll dwell in them. I'll live in them. I'll be their God. I'll walk in them. Therefore, if God is dwelling in us, then that's where he's going to speak to us where he is in our hearts. That's where he's going to speak. Does the Holy Ghost condemn you if you do wrong as a Christian? No. No. Here's something we need to learn. We never learned yet because we've been taught wrong. It is your spirit that condemns you the Holy Spirit will not condemn you. Now why? Because God won't. You know, you read over in Romans, you know, said Paul writing to the church at Rome, you know, said, who is it condemned? Does God condemn? No, it's God that justified. No, I found out that even if you do wrong, the Holy Spirit in me shows me the way out. He comforts me. He helps me. He doesn't condemn me. No, you see, it is your spirit, it's your conscience, it's the voice of your spirit that condemns you when you missed it. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit, that the only sin that the Holy Spirit will convict the world of is the sin of rejecting Jesus. Remember talking about the Holy Spirit when he's come, what do you do, you know? And he said, of sin, because they believe not on me. It is your own spirit 
that knows the very moment that you have done wrong. Amen. Now, you know, a lot of times people are born again, they become new creatures. And because sometimes if they have, uh, you know, they've talked sometimes wrong kind of language, one thing or another. I don't know about you, and I never heard anybody preach it. Because, you see, I wasn't born raised among holiness people that live very strict lives and taught people. Uh, you know, I mean, well, in the church that I went to, there's quite a controversy in the church because the pastor got mad right in front of some of his men and got mad at the deacons at a meeting and cussed them out. They'd do so-and-sos. The pastor. Well, they couldn't do too much about it because all the deacons acted just like he did. <laughs> Hard to condemn another fellow for doing like you do, isn't it? Huh? It bothers me a lot of time to hear Christians, and even spirit-filled Christians, use slang words, almost short for cursing. I don't know about you, but I can't talk that way. I couldn't do it as Baptist. Come on now. Now, if you learn to listen to your spirit, your spirit won't permit you to say a lot of things coming out of your mouth. My Bible teaches me, let your nay be nay and ye yea, yea. How come we'd get off on that? It's still part of it. Now, when you first get saved, if you're used to saying things like that, I remember I just was barely saved and healed and I went back to high school. And, and, and I don't know how come it slipped out because I, 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 I never nobody, my folks, uh, no one spoke uh, bad but we had a neighbor, bless his heart, that would cuss up a storm. And you hear him all over that end of town. I guess I picked that up him because nobody, nobody from our family did that. And I didn't after I got saved. I never did curse or anything like that. But I just simply said to one of these boys one time, hell. <laughs> said hell no or something, you know. And the minute I said that, see... I, and I didn't know a thing about the spirit filled life. I just, uh, just, uh, just a high schooler, just, just 17 years old. Man, I said that right in there. I said, oh, dear God, forgive me. And then I went and apologized to him. Now, what was that that condemned me? The Holy Spirit? No, it was my spirit. My spirit. This new creature, this new creation, this new man don't talk that way. Now, the flesh may want to go on doing some things, and it did. And talk in some ways that it talked. But you've got to crucify the flesh. And that's a good way to crucify him. Just bring him out and open him. I just right then. I, I didn't wait till I moved. I, I said, dear God in my heart, forgive me for saying that. And then this young man I'd said it to walked away. And so I, I located him and asked him to forgive me. Well, really, he never even noticed what I said because he's used to people talking that way. But right on the other hand, I won't get it right. It was my spirit. My spirit. 
That's what it was. It was the voice of my spirit. It was an inward witness. It was my conscience. See, that's how he leads you. Now, the Bible speaks about some people, and, and maybe we ought to get off on conscience a little bit. Like I said, it's not right now in this lesson, but, but the Bible speaks about Christians even having a seared conscience. You see, if you don't, on those little things like that, just like I said to him because I'd talked that way before I got saved, and, and just that only one time since I've been a Christian, anything like that slip out. And, and, and I, 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 but you see, my conscience was tender. And I didn't violate it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You know, we've got a great product for this time. Oh, we and do. And we've got a great offer on it. Uh, $25 off. $25.95. Almost $26. Yeah. And, honey, your dad's teaching six CDs on how you can be led by the oh, Spirit yeah. of God. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you... These CDs really changed my life Yes, they. and helped to understand how to hear the voice of God, yeah. when the voice of God was speaking, See, I how to heard, recognize I heard, it. I heard that all of my life. But you, I had Even though you were raised in church, <laughs> yes. you had never been taught on how to listen to the voice yeah, of God. Yeah, and how to recognize yeah, His voice. Yeah, how to recognize His yes. voice. So, hey, we got this for your advantage. Not our advantage. I know what these two products will do for you. It'll change your life. And that's why I'm talking about them so so strongly. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, how you can be led by the Spirit of God. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.